letter seventeen of the borough by george crabbe this librivox recording is in the public domain letter seventeen the hospital and governors blessed is he that considereth the poor the lord will deliver him in time of trouble psalm forty one verse one quas dederis sola semper habebis opes marshall Neneget et sese vol non posintibus offert claudian decipias alios verbis voltuque benigno nam mihi iam notus dissimulator eris marshall christian charity anxious to provide for future as well as present miseries hence the hospital for the diseased description of a recovered patient the building how erected the patrons and governors eusebius the more active manager of business a moral and correct contributor one of different description good the result however intermixed with imperfection an ardent spirit dwells with christian love the eagle's vigour in the pitying dove tis not enough that we with sorrow sigh that we the wants of pleading man supply that we in sympathy with sufferers feel nor hear a grief without a wish to heal not these suffice to sickness pain and woe the christian spirit loves with aid to go will not be sought waits not for want to plead but seeks the duty nay prevents the need her utmost aid to every ill applies and plans relief for coining miseries hence yonder building rose on either side far stretched the wards all airy warm and wide and every ward has beds by comfort spread and smoothed for him who suffers on the bed there all have kindness most relief for some is cure complete it is the sufferer's home fevers and chronic ills corroding pains each accidental mischief man sustains fractures and wounds and withered limbs and lame with all that slow or sudden vex our frame have here attendance here the sufferers lie where love and science every aid supply and healed with rapture live or soothed by comfort die see one relieved from anguish and to-day allowed to walk and look an hour away two months confined by fever frenzy pain he comes abroad and is himself again twas in the spring when carried to the place the snow fell down and melted in his face tis summer now all objects gay and new smiling alike the viewer and the view he stops as one unwilling to advance without another and another glance with what a pure and simple joy he sees those sheep and cattle browsing at their ease easy himself there's nothing breathes or moves but he would cherish all that lives he loves observing every ward as round he goes he thinks what pain what danger they enclose warm in his wish for all who suffer there at every view he meditates a prayer no evil counsels in his breast abide there joy and love and gratitude reside 
the wish that roman necks in one were found that he who formed the wish might deal the wound this man had never heard but of the kind is that desire which arises in his mind he'd have all english hands for further he cannot conceive extends our charity all but his own in one right hand to grow and then what hearty shake would he bestow how rose the building piety first laid a strong foundation but she wanted aid to wealth unwieldy was her prayer addressed who largely gave and she the donor blessed unwieldy wealth then to his couch withdrew and took the sweetest sleep he ever knew then busy vanity sustained her part and much she said it moved her tender heart to her all kinds of man's distress were known and all her heart adopted as its own then science came his talents he displayed and charity with joy the dome surveyed skill wealth and vanity obtain the fame and piety the joy that makes no claim patrons there are and governors from whom the greater aid and guiding orders come who voluntary cares and labours take the sufferers servants for the service sake of these a part i give you but a part some hearts are hidden some have not a heart first let me praise for so i best shall paint that pious moralist that reasoning saint can i of worth like thine eusebius speak the man is willing but the muse is weak tis thine to wait on woe to soothe to heal with learning social and polite with zeal in thy pure breast although the passions dwell they're trained by virtue and no more rebel but have so long been active on her side that passion now might be itself the guide law conscience honour all obeyed all give the approving voice and make it bliss to live while faith when life can nothing more supply shall strengthen hope and make it bliss to die he preaches speaks and writes with manly sense no weak neglect no laboured eloquence goodness and wisdom are in all his ways the rude revere him and the wicked praise upon humility his virtues grow and tower so high because so fixed below as wider spreads the oak his boughs around when deeper with his roots he digs the solid ground by him from ward to ward is every aid the sufferer needs with every care conveyed like the good tree he brings his treasure forth and like the tree unconscious of his worth meek as the poorest publican is he and strict as lives the straightest pharisee of both in him unite the better part the blameless conduct and the humble heart yet he escapes not he with some is wise in carnal things and loves to moralize others can doubt if all that christian care has not its price there's something he may share but this and ill severer he sustains as gold the fire and as unhurt remains when most reviled although he feels the smart it wakes to nobler deeds the wounded heart 
as the rich olive beaten for its fruit puts forth at every bruise a bearing shoot a second friend we have whose care and zeal but few can equal few indeed can feel he lived a life obscure and profits made in the coarse habits of a vulgar trade his brother master of a hoy he loved so well that he the calling disapproved alas poor tom the landman oft would sigh when the gale freshened and the waves ran high and when they parted with a tear he'd say no more adventure here in safety stay nor did he feign with more than half he had he would have kept the seaman and been glad alas how few resist when strongly tried a rich relation's near kinsman died he sickened and to him the landman went and all his hours with cousin ephraim spent this thomas heard and cared not i quoth he have one in port upon the watch for me so ephraim died and when the will was shown isaac the landman had the whole his own who to his brother sent a moderate purse which he returned in anger with his curse then went to sea and made his grog so strong he died before he could forgive the wrong the rich man built a house both large and high he entered in and set him down to sigh he planted ample woods and gardens fair and walked with anguish and compunction there the rich man's pines to every friend a treat he saw with pain and he refused to eat his daintiest food his richest wines were all turned by remorse to vinegar and gall the softest down by living body pressed the rich man bought and tried to take his rest but care had thorns upon his pillow spread and scattered sand and nettles in his bed nervous he grew would often sigh and groan he talked but little and he walked alone till by his priest convinced that from one deed of genuine love would joy and health proceed he from that time with care and zeal began to seek and soothe the grievous ills of man and as his hands their aid to grief apply he learns to smile and he forgets to sigh now he can drink his wine and taste his food and feel the blessings heaven has dealt are good and since the suffering seek the rich man's door he sleeps as soundly as when young and poor here much he gives is urgent more to gain he begs rich beggars seldom sue in vain preachers most famed he moves the crowd to move and never wearies in the work of love he rules all business settles all affairs he makes collections he directs repairs and if he wronged one brother heaven forgive the man by whom so many brethren live then mid our signatures a name appears of one for wisdom famed above his years and these were forty he was from his youth a patient searcher after useful truth to language little of his time he gave to science less nor was the muses slave sober and grave his college sent him down a fair example for his native town 
slowly he speaks and with such solemn air you'd think a socrates or solon there for though a christian he's disposed to draw his rules from reasons and from nature's law no he exclaims my fellow-mortals no virtue alone is happiness below and what is virtue prudence first to choose life's real good the evil to refuse add justice then the eager hand to hold to curb the lust of power and thirst of gold join temperance next that cheerful health ensures and fortitude unmoved that conquers or endures he speaks and lo the very man you see prudent and temperate just and patient he by prudence taught his worldly wealth to keep no folly wastes no avarice swells the heap he no man's debtor no man's patron lives save sound advice he neither asks nor gives by no vain thoughts or erring fancy swayed his words are weighty or at least are weighed temperate in every place abroad at home thence will applause and hence will profit come and health from either he in time prepares for sickness age and their attendant cares but not for fancy's ills he never grieves for love that wounds or friendship that deceives his patient soul endures what heaven ordains but neither feels nor fears ideal pains is aught then wanted in a man so wise alas i think he wants infirmities he wants the ties that knit us to our kind the cheerful tender soft complacent mind that would the feelings which he dreads excite and make the virtues he approves delight what dying martyrs saints and patriots feel the strength of action and the warmth of zeal again attend and see a man whose cares are nicely placed on either world's affairs merchant and saint tis doubtful if he knows to which account he most regard bestows of both he keeps his ledger there he reads of gainful ventures and of godly deeds there all he gets or loses finds a place a lucky bargain and a lack of grace the joys above this prudent man invite to pay his tax devotion day and night the pains of hell his timid bosom awe and force obedience to the church's law hence that continual thought that solemn air those sad good works and that laborious prayer all these when conscience wakened and afraid to think how avarice calls and is obeyed he in his journal finds and for his grief obtains the transient opium of relief sink not my soul my spirit rise and look o'er the fair entries of this precious book here are the sins our debts this fairer side has what to carnal wish our strength denied has those religious duties every day paid which so few upon the sabbath pay here too are conquests or frail desires attendance due on all the church requires then alms i give for i believe the word of holy writ and lend unto the lord and if not all the importunate demand 
the fear of want restrains my ready hand behold what sums i to the poor resign sums placed in heaven's own book as well as mine rest then my spirit fastings prayers and alms will soon suppress these idly raised alarms and weighed against our frailties set in view a noble balance in our favour due add that i yearly here affix my name pledge for large payment not from love of fame but to make peace within that peace to make what sums i lavish and what gains forsake cheer up my heart let's cast off every doubt pray without dread and place our money out such the religion of a mind that steers its way to bliss between its hopes and fears whose passions in due bounds each other keep and thus subdued they murmur till they sleep whose virtues all their certain limits know like well-dried herbs that neither fade nor grow who for success and safety ever tries and with both worlds alternately complies such are the guardians of this blessed estate whate'er without they're praised within the gate that they are men and have their faults is true but here their worth alone appears in view the muse indeed who reads the very breast has something of the secrets there expressed but yet in charity and when she sees such means for joy or comfort health or ease and knows how much united minds effect she almost dreads their failings to detect but truth commands in man's erroneous kind virtues and frailties mingle in the mind happy when fears to public spirit move and even vices do the work of love footnote eight the characters of the hospital directors were written many years since and so far as i was capable of judging are drawn with fidelity i mention the circumstance that if any reader should find a difference in the versification or expression he will be thus enabled to account for it End of letter seventeen